Fiddy. My uncle once told me that he hated the taste of cocaine. However, he absolutely loved the smell of it. You know, I think most people would describe me as an extrovert, but the truth is, I hate everyone. Zid, I'm telling you, the Warriors are a better team without Durant. How can anybody be possibly better without Durant? I'm not sure I believe anything you say, Jimbo. Oh. Jim, I'm not even sure if you believe anything you say. I don't. I'll tell you what, Zip. It's possible, but it's probably not probable. It doesn't even make sense. Sure it does. We are here at week nine, and this all seems insane. The Steelers have brought me nothing but agony and pain. Pickett shows flashes, but sometimes he sucks. Mike Tomlin might just want to try and recruit Andrew Luck. The Browns have three wins, no surprise there. Deshaun Watson is still a creep, so masseuses beware. If you haven't paid attention, just let me explain. You passed up on Lamar in the draft, you simply don't have a brain. He's faster than Vic, and he throws better than most. He's leading the MVP race, and it's not even close. Then over to Cincy with old head coach Zach. I promise you, nobody wants to guard that passing attack. Into the east, we check in on Cheetah. He's been abusing coverages, so someone better call PETA. New England is broke, but they still have Coach Bill. Zappy is not the next Brady, so please, everyone, chill. The Bills are the best, and they look tough to defeat. With the addition of Von Miller, they've been putting QBs to sleep. The Jets are fighting, and they're making a case. Maybe we were all wrong about that guy, Adam Gase. The Chargers show life, but everyone's hurt. I'm not sure how much longer going for it on fourth down is going to work. The Raiders. <laughs> oh boy, do you suck. You guys should have never fired Gruden, you ignorant fucks. Into the stadium that they call Arrowhead. Congrats, Pat and Brittany, who were just recently wed. Down in the south, we see the Jags of Duval. Firing Urban Meyer was such a good call. The Texans have Lovey, and Deshaun's not around. Thank God the Predator no longer lives in that town. The Colts have quite a carousel of QBs. Hell, y'all might as well go try and Drew Brees. Off to the Music City where the king sits on a throne. You see him quite frequently on that NFL red zone. He barrels through defenders and stiff arms them to the ground. Titans fans will sure miss him when he's on the way to Canton Town. To the NFC we go where the Eagles are undefeated. The cards just got D-Hop back because the dude supposedly cheated. America's team is sitting pretty. Got themselves six wins. I'm so sick and tired of seeing Coach McCarthy's double chin. Seahawks are a surprise. They're sitting atop the division. Trading Russell Wilson. It was Pete Carroll's greatest decision. 
The best way to describe the commanders, two words, pathetic and doubt. Poor scary Terry, he's got to find a way out. The defending champs, looking like they did in STL. Definitely looks like they're under that Super Bowl hangover spell. Could this be the year that Saquon plays all season? The Giants have six wins, and I promise you he's the reason. The Niners are good. They just traded for McCaff. Will he stay healthy, or is it all a trap? Dan Campbell and those piss-poor Lions. You ain't biting any kneecaps or sending anyone home crying. Then there's the Chicago Bears. Trust me, nobody cares. The Pack have five losses, most by them in a while. It's going to be quite some time before we see Aaron Rodgers smile. Could this be the year that the Vikes make a run? You think there's a chance? <laughs> Boy, you are dumb. The Panthers are bad. It doesn't look great. McCaffrey is gone, so now they'll have to wait. Speaking of bad, where do I start with the Saints? If I were their fan, I'd have nothing but complaints. The Falcons won four. They could easily be six. Arthur, will you please start using your playmaker pits? The GOAT will be fine. Only time's gonna tell. Who's gonna defeat him first? The game? Time? Or will it be Giselle? Eight weeks have gone by, and the next ten will go faster. Will your team make the playoffs, or are you in for a disaster? Whatever it may be, I hope you had fun. The best part of all this is what's yet to come. Very well done. Very well done. Very, very good talking points. You, you covered everybody. I don't think anybody could have covered uh, that many teams. It didn't take three minutes for the record. It took about seven. So thankfully, no. oh, thankfully no. I was I was the button man over here, the trigger man, <laughs> trying to trying to keep that thing going. But it was it was no, it was great. It's episode sixty two as Jim's uh, creativity season update. Work. That was my yeah mid season update. I mean, you haven't been watching. It's really, it's the the one thing that I was confused about was that you said that Cheetah was abusing the defenses, so called Peta. I thought like Peta was for animal rescue when animals yeah, were getting cheated, abusing. Right? I was gonna say somebody should call an ambulance because if a yeah. cheetah was running wild, you know, across the field taking out humans, I think we'd have no, a I'm bigger not, problem. I'm All right, I'm not. The SWAT right. team would probably have been called. Um. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I think that you know, there's there's some there's some things that kind of lead into what's been going on in the NFL. So you know, I I'm gonna leave the floor to you before I talk too long, and you know, let let me know, let everybody know what stood out or what stands out the most to you through the first eight weeks. Whereas this was kind of always the halfway point, but now that we have seventeen games in an 18 week season kind of odd there is no i guess i guess technically you could just do it at week nine but we don't know how to count sometimes so i mean hey i can't believe the season's halfway over it saddens me and especially the steelers are on by which is always one of my favorite weeks because i know they can't lose um they're not having a good year fourth in the afc north um they just traded away chase claypool for a second round pick um, we traded in to get a corner that we wanted to draft in 2016 in William Jackson, but the Bengals traded up and snagged them before we could. So we 
took the next best player available in Artie Burns, and he ended up being one of the biggest first-round busts we've ever taken. Um, but, yeah, this year, I'm I'm waving the talent. We're not going anywhere past maybe we make a wild card if somehow after this bye week Mike Tomlin turns everything around, we win out because the schedule does get easier. These first eight games were uh, a gauntlet. As for you Titans fans, you guys are sitting the exact opposite of me on top of the AFC South at five and two, and the next best team is at three and four with no Jonathan Taylor, no QB. And you guys are sitting pretty. You know, you're going to Kansas City, and Greg's actually going to be there live. And I hope he gets a lot of videos for us and for you listeners. Yeah, um, we want to see. Be, it's going to be. That's all I'm going to be doing after after the first seven minutes of the game. Whenever Pat Mahomes just walks it down the field, and I'm bored, and everybody's doing the chop, and I'm just mad. I'm spitting on people's <laughs> backs. The thing is, the thing is, I'm going to go rogue, like. Because I'm to the point in my life, and I mean, I know that you guys have, well, I say you guys. I know Jimmy's been to been to plenty of sporting events. I think Alex, when he goes to Angels games, you know, he, he wears Angels stuff. I've, over the years, always worn red stuff to the Cardinals games um, or wherever they are. And for the most part, I've never really, like, I've just, I'm like, always been proud of the team that I'm a fan of. This one, I'm just – I think I'm too old and too bitter and too sad and too oh, afraid. Oh, stop it. No, stop No, really. I'm just you better wear, wear a neutral – oh, no. It's, because what is it – like, why – my question becomes why would it be worth it, right? Like, like, what do I have to gain? I don't give a shit if anybody in that stadium – You know Derrick Henry? You know Derrick Henry could look up at your section and be like, look at that poor motherfucker in all that red sitting there. Watching me, I'm about to run this 98 yards. You could give someone that kind of hope. You really could. You have no idea. He might look up there and be like, "That poor son of a bitch." Look See, at him in his light optimistic. blue. That is an extremely <laughs> optimistic way. Well, of viewing. You could. You I could. can't. I can't say that you're wrong. I can say that it's highly unlikely, and I can say that regardless of whether that's even a possibility. Um, no offense, but he shouldn't be looking up at me in section 415. You know. Digging for inspiration. There's only three levels here at 415. Right. Yeah. There's three levels in Arrowhead, and I'm on. I'm above that. I'm just. They're gonna dangle me from a shitty crane in a shitty construction site outside of the the stadium. No. I. The odds of me being harassed for wearing Titan stuff. I just don't need to deal with that because the odds of them winning are low. And so I'm like, it's. It'd be different maybe if it was some mediocre fan base like you you see these rams games and like whoever's the road team is like their fans 75 percent their fans like the cowboys or the the niners the other day but i'm like i'm not going to arrowhead and like just asking for people to talk to me I, especially after the game we went to in nashville whenever that little kid like i wasn't even a steelers oh, fan i was just wearing steelers stuff stems from. and this he taps me on the shoulder and i scoreboard and i'm like i that, don't that little kid that little kid scarred you for life didn't pretty he? much pretty much this is now it all makes sense this has nothing to do with you being old and bitter this has everything to do with that no kid. that that child has everything to do with me being old and bitter <laughs> every single thing to do with it 
Hey, I so for the it. listeners out there that don't know this story, Greg traveled to Tennessee with me before he was a Titans fan. This was when the year we the Titans were, were thirteen and three and got the bye yeah. week and lost to the Ravens in the first round with Kerry Collins and Chris Johnson. And the D lineman, who was the dominant D lineman. They got paid, went to Washington every day. Albert, Albert Haynesworth. Haynesworth. Yes. And they beat the Steelers that day in Nashville. They did. They did. So we get to the game. It's freezing. There's a lot more stories in between, but just for the you know sake of this story, I'm going to keep it short. We are in the game. Very good seats. There is a Titans fan next to us. The Steelers go up big, like 14 nothing out of the gates. And Greg is looking and looks at this kid and tells him to point, like, points at the scoreboard. It's like, look at that. No, I didn't just look at some kid and start harassing him. You can't leave out major details that just make me sound heinous. They were all all shit talking, like, the Steeler fans in the section whenever they went up early. And and so the Steelers went up because they threw, like, a ball to Nate Washington in the corner. And I didn't look at the kid. I just was like, scoreboard, just, like, trying to (laughs) jeer and rile people up and that kid was clearly taking receipts or his dad was that's who really is at fault here i'll let you get to it but his dad put him up to it that scumbag <laughs> long story short the titans end up beating the steelers and i just remember like the touchdown that was the you know nail in the coffin everyone's going crazy and i remember it was like a movie scene this kid tugging or tapping on greg and Greg looking down at him, turning around, <laughs> he just goes, hey, scoreboard, and points up at it. <laughs> and the irony is that Greg- I wasn't even a Steelers fan. I was just trying to start shit and stir the pot, and that's what I get. And, and this so, kid checkmated him. <laughs> this checkmated him. <laughs> yeah, and then I and then I turn around, and all I see is Lendale White blowing his nose in a terrible towel. And so <laughs> – Yes, I, you know, fool, scoreboard me once, shame on you, scoreboard <laughs> me twice, shame on me. Uh, I will not be going in anything but a black hoodie. And uh, so what if, try. on the contrary, what if someone sniffs you out and they're like, what are you scared? What are you scared, you little tiny scared? I'd be like, what? I'd be like, why? Who are you? I don't know who you are. Why are you, <laughs> why are you talking to me? That's what I, you're say. not even gonna wear a hat, a Titans hat. I'm gonna wear a hat. But I haven't decided if it's going to be a Titans hat or not. You're that scared? No, I'm not scared. I'm just here to watch football. I'm just there to be a football fan, and and I don't need. I watch ninety percent of the games from a recliner. It's the most comfortable spot that you can be on the earth, and I don't need to be up in section three seventy three with a bunch of rowdy, drunk Arrowhead fans at a Sunday night football game on God's Day, the Sabbath, getting beer thrown on me because Derrick Henry ran a 75-yard touchdown run. Oh, you're going to be drunk. If he does that, you're going to be standing up. Yeah, everyone's going to be looking at him. You got Titans gear off. I know you. How how drunk can I get in the tailgate? If, if Kevin Byard picks off Mahomes, you are going to be running up and down those stairs. I will try. <laughs> running up and down those stairs. I'd love to see that. Any stairs. <laughs> I would, I would fall down three rows of chairs before I'd run up and down the stairs. But I'm just saying that it will be difficult for me to suppress my emotions. Yes. Because oh, yeah. it, you might you know, have a big play. Happens, you're going to blow your cover. 
No, if, if, no, not because if, no, it's going to be, I just don't think the Titans have, I don't want to get hung up on this, but I just don't think that they have what it takes as a football team right now to beat that Chiefs team coming off a of bye. I just, I don't know what it would take. It seems too far-fetched. You can't convert a third down and seven or longer. It would take a king conquering the labs, and you guys have that king. Yeah. You do. It would yeah. probably take an injury on the Chiefs offense. I don't even know no. if injury would help unless it was Mahomes. You guys have – listen, listen. You guys have the formula to beat Mahomes. It's can you implement that formula and run it to perfection, and that is – Andy is 2-5. Uh, and five well, with, all, with all due respect, their offense right now is probably a, a carbon copy of what they were last year when they played in Nashville, whenever they won – what 31 to three they beat the chiefs and uh you know they flat out dominated but that's when the chiefs were in that like rickety you know three and four stretch that everybody's like what's going on with the homes or drop two deep safeties dude and then they go to the afc championship anyway so you know i don't know that i can compare that chiefs team to this chiefs team this chiefs team seems quite a bit better and this is an arrowhead I don't really see there being a chance. You know, I like I I just if they could keep it within one score and keep it entertaining and keep people's eyes on Sunday night football, I think that would be more than enough for me, especially with a three game lead in the division. And anything better than that would just be a supreme bonus. Even if Patrick Mahomes throws a touchdown with zero seconds left on the clock, then I'll just be like, hey, I got to see a great game. I, I have very, very, very low expectations coming into this. <laughs> As you always do. With anything in your life, I don't see how you couldn't, Jim. I mean, it's fucking the Jim Chiefs, low, I Patrick Mahomes, like it's Derek <laughs> Henry. You guys have Derek Henry. We had, I mean, was it was scared. Don't be scared. You guys are just so scared all the time. It's oh, not Derek Henry Derek versus the Texans. Henry, you got Derek motherfucking Henry. You always got a chance as long as that motherfucker's on the field. Okay, you got a chance. Let's all right. You do. Am I wrong? I ain't wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. I don't know. But you also said Pittsburgh had a chance when you went to Arrowhead last year, and they got just. They did. They did have a chance. They didn't. They never. They did. did. We went up seven nothing. We had a chance. I didn't say it was a great chance. I didn't say it was a great chance. I said it was a chance. Okay. Grand. I have a question. Um, since you put so much, you know, so much of your heart and soul into you know the intro of this episode uh is is jim's picks even something that we're going to do because if not then we're going to at least recap them because you had another barn burner. no please recap and then and, we can do jim's picks okay please okay. well the way i see it is if my calculations are correct you did not choose the jacksonville game we're going to get to it in a minute we're going to play the imaging and get into jim's picks but uh, I think everybody really needs to start following this because, I mean, you're just shooting for the stars and absolutely killing it out here. Um, do you have uh, any – do you have any more – not that you could, not that it's humanly possible to ha- have more confidence than you've had the last two weeks. How's your confidence feeling coming into week nine? With the Steelers on a bye and your heart not sunk into the Steelers always having to cover the spread that they're never going to cover. I think I'm only going to lose two games. I'm going to pick all of them, and I think I'm only going to lose two. Which ones? I don't know. All right. Well, without I'm going to even this record out a little more. 
I, I know I'm one and I one know, on last. I don't know that weeks. there's enough games in in the in the week oh. for you to tie the record. <laughs> oh. I, I know really I'm know. one. Hey, I think my overall record is seven. Oh, sorry, folks. I gotta turn that down for you. I, I, I play this song before every episode to get hyped up. Before it's pretty episode. loud, buddy drink a lot of caffeine and then mm. i listen to that song and and do like a rain dance type thing to get hyped up for the podcast sorry throw about up a that. pull up too uh maybe try one pull up and then throw up is what i do uh I, how's that sound can you guys hear it a little, a little loud a little loud it's a little loud still man we're pumping out the uh, audio out here i don't know sounds pretty good to me oh gosh conflicting with the producer i don't know it sounds good to me jimmy what about you <laughs> i don't know you guys tell me it sounds good to me jimmy's pretty loud i think it's good i think it's pretty good jim last week what i have is three and seven you 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 chose not to pick denver jacksonville in london and uh if my calculations are correct you, you went three three and seven making your grand total six wins and 15 losses through the first two weeks of Jim's pick, the hottest new segment in podcasting. Hey, that's all right. We're here for week nine. Steelers are on a bye. My heart has been put aside. It's all my head. I told you, I'm going to pick every game this week. We're not going to skip any. I'm going to get probably two wrong, maybe two on a good thing i'll you know wipe them all clean so if you get an extra 10 bucks put this in a parlay probably a big hit first game <laughs> tomorrow on, night hold on hold on hold on hold on i appreciate your uh your your eagerness here uh what was the lock of the week because you can't at least die on the die on the hill of that you're 50 on the locks which isn't gonna bankrupt oh anybody. yeah uh, my so, first lock of the week was Brady versus the Panthers. Obviously, I lost that. But my second lock of the week last week was the Titans covering against the Texans. I was almost right on Derrick Henry's total yards. Doesn't matter. I got it. One and one. And I do have a good lock of the week this week. So don't you worry. All right. Houston, all right. Philly. Tomorrow night in Philly. They're minus 13 and a half points. I know it seems right. like a Is lot. I know Philly? our goal... I think it's in. Is it? Is it in Philadelphia? Can somebody bring up the schedule? Oh no! To make it sure isn't. that his pick, he's picking the team. It's not. They're Eagles not even at, playing Eagles in Philadelphia. Nerd Houston. Thank you, Alex. This is confusing. What I'm looking at. It's my notes. Go it's, figure. Okay. They're still giving up 13 and a half points, and I know my golden rule is usually 10 or over. You take those points, but Houston's terrible. Philly is coming. Off a huge win versus the Steelers, <laughs> they, mean, they are. You mean a large? You mean a large margin of victory, right? Not either a or. Figuratively huge. Okay, very good. Either the or. They doubled them up. Steelers, yes, the two and six yes. Steelers, massive ba- win. battle of the PA. Rivalry. They got us this year. Battle of the Liberty Bell. They get the they get the mayor's key. <laughs> Kenny Pickett couldn't hit the Liberty Bell from point blank. Stop it. Anyway, Philly Philly minus 13 and a half. half, Minus 13 and a half. Thank you. Minus 13 and a half. They'll probably win this game by 24 or more. Take the Philadelphia. Thursday night football, Jim. It gets ugly. I don't like it. I'm I'm probably fading you on that one. All right. All right. You got your opinions. I got mine. You're right. Next, we have the Chargers at the Falcons. Hmm. Hmm. Atlanta's getting three points. 
but the Chargers were just on a bye. Hmm. Hmm. Mike Williams is out. Hmm. I'm going to take the Chargers. They still have Austin Eckler. Give me the Chargers minus three at Atlanta. On to the Dolphins at Bears. That's a that's an interesting. They're really like still kind of running on a reputation, are they not? I know they just had a bye week, but the previous week, even though Seattle just proved, you know, they beat the Giants. I don't really believe in the transitive property because if the trans transitive property always held true, then guess what? The Colts beat the Chiefs and the Titans beat the Colts twice. What does that mean? It means jack. Sh- you know what I mean? The transitive property doesn't mean much. I just think the Chargers are living on a little bit of a reputation and a little bit on Justin Herbert's shoulders. I don't think Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa have been as effective. A little surprised they're still getting all this credit. Atlanta, Atlanta plus three. That's pretty, pretty nice. I don't know. I think I think, I think I'm gonna fade your your picks this week. I don't know if anybody else has feedback, but it's an interesting. Yeah, Atlanta money line. Interesting. Uh, money line plus one forty three. But. I do spreads, but yeah, the money line is 143. But these are Jim's picks, not Greg's picks. These are mine, not Greg's or Alex's. So next game, Dolphins at Bears. I don't care what the spread is, which happens to be Miami minus five. So another home underdog going against the rule here. Give me Miami minus five. There's no way they lose to the Bears. Cheetah. This will be the game inevitably that Chase Claypool has four touchdowns. I hope not. Panthers and Bengals. Bengals just got embarrassed. Joe Burrow. Are you that bad without Jamar? I don't know. But I'm still going to take you minus seven at home. Give me the Bengals. Minus seven over the Carolina Panthers. Packers at Lions. Hmm. Hmm. Another home underdog. Detroit is getting three and a half points at home. But Green Bay needs a win. Does Detroit need a win? No, they just traded TJ Hawkinson, arguably the best player on their roster. Aaron Rodgers is going to win this one. Give me him minus three and a half at Detroit. That would be Raiders. That would be the real, the real official moment, would it not? Kind of, I guess we were there with Tom Brady, but that would have to be the official, like planting the stake of. You know, I don't think this wait, year's going to be too good, Green Bay. I don't know if this one's going to be great. I just don't rewind. know if they lose to Detroit. You said we're already there with Brady. I'm saying we, I feel like we should have been when they got absolutely destroyed by Carolina, but it just so happened that it happened just early enough in the season, and that division is dog poo. And Green you Bay know they're only one a, game out of the division, right? Yes. Yes, that is my point. That's why I said... We thought we were and there. Brady, with Brady just got the four. Yeah, I said oh, thought. I thought you said, I said that. the word thought. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, these are my Bay, picks. If they lose to Detroit. I know. I'm not making a pick. I'm saying if <laughs> Green Bay loses to Detroit, it is going to be officially panic season. Because don't be, they don't be talking about thoughts like that. Okay. Stop. Okay. Very good. You guys are fantastic. Just good football analysis is getting over overlooked and overwritten. Thank you very much. Enough more of Jimmy's six and fifteen picks with a fifty percent lock ratio. Raiders at Jags. Hmm. Hmm. A lot of home underdogs this week. The Raiders minus one and a half at Duval? 
no way. I'm going with the homeboys. Give me Jacksonville. Give me Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, plus one and a half. Give me the Jags. Colts at Patriots. <laughs> this was almost my lock of the week. This is my paint drying game of the week for the record. It, it may be. It very well may be. Over for under set at 40. I'm taking New England minus five and a half. Almost my lock of the week. Give me Bill Belichick. That quarterback for Indy, you don't have a chance. I'm sorry. Yeah, that quarterback, your, whatever your name is. you. Can't, I don't even know who he is. I don't Sam, know who he is. Sam Hinkie. I don't know what the hell his name is either. Exactly. <laughs> See, they've had 11 quarterbacks since Vanny. I have no idea who it is. New York Jets go to Buffalo. Buffalo's minus 12 and a half divisional game? Ugh, can they do it? Oh, this is a toughie. This is a toughie. Give me Buffalo minus 12 and a half at home. They will cover. At home or on the road? Is, is this another miscalculation? Is he reading the internet wrong again? Is it in New York? Is it in East Rutherford? Oh my God, it is in New York. Good you know Lord, what? I has, he, has he gotten every game wrong? <laughs> Please, somebody tell me. Has he gotten every location of every game wrong? I haven't. I just had a hiccup. I'm the doing too much. I Jets. can't look. And they are plus 12 and a half. Unbelievable. Home underdog, Jim. <laughs> Jim left. Did he? Did did Jimmy J? Before we before we got on here tonight, he goes, ah, you don't got to worry about any technical difficulties. I got my work laptop, <laughs> and here we are again, in the middle of his picks. No, I'm here. What are you okay. doing? What are you laughing at? Well, everybody heard you disappear for a good 15 seconds. So as usual, I'm just trying to pick. I up thought the song the stopped. Ball. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I was wrong. It is Bills at Jets. Give me the Jets plus 12 and a half. You are a horrible person sometimes. Now we have the Vikings at the Washington Redskins. Washington football team, Washington Commanders. I don't know who they are, but give me Minnesota minus three and a half. Seahawks at Cardinals. Hmm. 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 Give me Seattle plus two. How about that? How about that? Give me Seattle plus this two. Is they keep the this lead. is a rematch against Arizona. They just played yep. a couple weeks ago. Without Hopkins. Wait, D Hop's ruled out? No. No, he, he was out playing the in first the, matchup. Yeah, in the first matchup. Yeah, and Arizona actually had like three or four possessions that went down into the red zone that they didn't get points in that game, so this game's going to be in Arizona, though. That first one was in Seattle, and I'm not even looking at a schedule. So, Jimmy, hopefully you got that part right. You got Seattle minus two? Plus two. Seattle's Rams at getting Bucks. no respect. How are they getting no respect? Rams at Bucks. Hmm. 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 Aaron Donald's going to tear that line apart. But does Brady have something up his sleeve? Hmm. He has beaten them before. Divorce papers. Give me Brady. Give me. There's no way I lose on Brady three weeks in a row. Because I'm two weeks right now. Give me Brady minus three. The Bucks are going to beat the Rams. 
And then last but not least, the old Sunday Nighter. Notice I haven't given my lock of the week yet. Could it be coming on this next pick? We've already talked about it. Titans are traveling to Kansas City. The spread is Tennessee plus 12 and a half. Yeah, I was surprised to see that, but they did get spanked by the Bills. I guess that's just the way it works. Wait, 12 and a half? I am going to make this my lock of the week. I guarantee it hits. Take your pink slips to your cars. Take your house fucking deeds. Sign off anything you need to. You will become rich. Take the Kansas City Chiefs minus 12 and a half at Arrowhead on Sunday Night Football. Greg, it is not going to be a game you want to remember. You should wear that black hoodie and no Titans gear because, like I said, bad night for you. Those are Jimmy's picks week three. Thank you. No, I think that I think that they're, you know, I think that you live in seven to eight minute segments of time i think that i think that you could be firm on something and seven minutes later you're not you were giving off all these vibes about not being scared and then you're locked yeah, the i wanted to throw you off the trail i, I mean it's, it didn't throw me off the trail it's just weird behavior is all it is really i there's no trail to be thrown off it's just very odd um but cheers Everybody, 6 and 15 is what I have here. If I'm counting wrong, please feel free to let us know on social media at 5FTY underscore ML at 50 underscore ML. But just, I mean, we got to do better than this here because if not, then we're going to have to legitimately publish this as picks that you have to bet against every week. Let's 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 throw the Monday night game in there. You got you got the Ravens. He said every game and then he just neglects a game. Oh, I forgot. Those are the Jim's Monday picks. Those are Jim's. The Ravens <laughs> are I mean, at the Saints. Here I am back. Sorry about this. The Ravens are minus two and a half. How are they only minus two and a half? How? Give me my. I might switch it. This might be my lock of the week. Hmm. <laughs> he didn't even <laughs> give us a double lock. Right. Give is, us a double, this lock. double lock. Are you doing can I do a double locks? lock? Yes, I'm doing can... two locks. You can do whatever double you lock. want. KC is a lock, and the Baltimore Ravens are a lock at minus two and a half. Give me a more of the Saints. Those are my double locks. These are Jim's picks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, I don't. I mean, serious people don't realize that we script all this and it's like you have no idea how hard it is to write this ingenuous genius um i think i think new orleans has been playing pretty well lately the defense has been having problems but when you turn around and shut out a struggling vegas team that that sometimes that'll be what it takes to get you going they're sniffing blood in the water you got a brady that what has he ever beat him did he beat him finally this year i guess in the in the regular season um, the first, yeah, the first game he hadn't beat. Well, for week one, New Orleans beat Atlanta, but anyway, uh, Brady, I think, got him in the regular season for the first time as a Buccaneer. And I'm like, they have to be sentenced some blood in the water since Dalton came in there, averaging north of 30 points a game. Chris Olave, Alvin Kamara, you know, starting to look solid. They're bringing in, you know, Rashid Shahid and uh, Traquan Jones and Traquan Smith, sorry. Um, but yeah, I think this New Orleans team is a little bit under the radar sneaky good because they're not willing or they're not afraid to just try to have Andy be a game manager. Um, I am not saying that they're going to beat Baltimore, but I'm just justifying why that spread is because you kind of beg the question. 
of why uh, that spread was so tight, minus 2.5. Okay. That's exciting. I think they the, can win by 20. Yeah, that's a good point. Great analysis. Great input there. I'm glad. I would have taken a minus 12 and a half. I'm, I'm sure just saying. This is, I'm sure you I couldn't believe what I saw. You, I know. I believe that because you had just discounted the game and skipped over it entirely. And so that is exactly <laughs> why I believe that you finding out about I, it split second because Alex reminded you turns into I would have taken them if they were favored by 20. I get it. Nobody is surprised. It's exactly what we expect. Um. Before we close this thing out, you know, I know we talk about the NFL a lot. It's our love. It's what we know the most about. And let's be honest. Is there anything like the NFL? I mean, I try to don't to me college basketball. But I mean, if you're talking NBA, MLB, I mean, the World Series on right now, five, nothing. I could care less. I really it's about to be a two and two series. And I literally don't care. I'd rather talk about Thursday night football, Houston, Houston and Philadelphia <laughs> in one of the most lopsided spreads and matchups coming into the NFL in some time, especially in a league that currently has so much parity in it. The The Titans can sit on their couches on Thursday and probably gain an extra half game on the division. So um, that's always nice. But uh, trying to bring it in a little bit more inclusively, did you guys... Obviously, you've heard, you know, about Elon bouncing, you know, back again. And now he's embraced the idea again of, of buying Twitter. Have you heard what I mean? Min mentioned something about some and Min, if you want to talk, discuss that so you can fill me in, fill us in. Uh, I was going to say, did you guys hear about and he goes, what uh, this something costume Halloween party? I don't know what he said. What were you saying, man? Because that is not what I was alluding to. I was alluding to what I thought was a little bit bigger topic, which was that he had said that he was going to start potentially charging for a subscription type fee model for users to use Twitter. And then it would change, you know, people who are verified and, you know, uh, it, it would change a lot of the functionality. And there's kind of been an outcry. Oh, the bots are gone. The bots are, the bots would be what, on. What I was talking about was he went to the Twitter HQ with a sink in his hand, like a bathroom like a kitchen sink. sink. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. And then his caption is, or his Twitter post is, "Let that sink in." As he and there's a picture of him in the Twitter headquarters carrying a sink. You have to be ex like extremely rich to just have a sink as a prop to prove a point. Yeah, he probably went to Home Depot and brought it in. Um, Bought a you know $135 <laughs> vanity before going into work. Yeah. But uh, he's he's known as an internet troll. So it's, it's something that I expect him to do. Um, just the same as him bringing a flamethrower to... Uh, the JRE podcast. So that's, I mean, that's his character. Well, yeah. And that's a perfect segue because he, his troll tweet today is what I mainly wanted to discuss to show how ridiculous humans are. And we are, I included, but everybody's like, Oh, I, I, I won't use Twitter ever. If I have to pay for it, why would I pay for it? Why would I do this? I heard Mike Schur on the Levitard show mentioning something about, Oh, I would, I pay for this when you have all these Nazis on there, his words, not mine, quoting him, Mike Schur, creator of the office writer for NBC. Look it up. Anyway, he was ranting about how, why would you ever pay for this? And why would you ever do this? Because all these people are on there and it's ridiculous. And I just spend my time doing something else. And he's not the only person to make these 
claims. There's the whole Twitter internet is just crying. Oh, if you're going to buy, now you're going to make us pay for it. So what does he tweet out today? He tweets out a picture of a Starbucks coffee with an $8 price tag on it and a smiley face like of somebody being joyously happy. And then directly under it in the same photo is the Twitter logo with an $8 price tag on it and the face, it looks like somebody's in excruciating pain and crying for their life. And I just thought that was such a brilliant way, even though I don't even really, yes, I know. I don't even really side with Musk on a lot of the things that he does or, you know, invests in. I'm not a Musk fan. I'm really not. But that tweet was baller status because I'm just like, Wow, yeah, I see that Starbucks line every single morning, and these minimum wage fuckers have no money to pay their rent, but they'll still pay $9 for a latte. <laughs> or a $1,000 phone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, $8 for a month of Twitter? Uh-uh, no, not not for me, sir. That but is I, unreasonable. Wait. wait, I thought Twitter, so this, this maybe I'm uneducated, but I thought Twitter already has a subscription. Uh, I think they have like... super users or super followers, which I think that's kind of like a cameo thing. Where I you thought it was get, called Twitter, Twitter Blue. Blue. What's like, that? I think that it's, you know, first of all, I'm not going to speculate. If one of you guys want me to just gas bag while you can look it up and give us the details, that would probably be appreciated. I thought that uh, whatever Twitter Blue is bringing to the table, it doesn't have to do directly with, like, removing functionality. I think it, like, cleans up. Uh, your feed and like filters out a lot of the, the trash but i don't know much about it but what i'm saying is that he would be turning the entire platform into subscription based like i don't even believe there would be a free option because he wrote a tweet well he posted you know a picture of like a word document of, of something he wrote out uh-huh that he had said you know the power is in advertising, but advertising can be good. Advertising can be creative. It can actually be helpful. Like everything that we're doing on all these paywalls now is any ad that gets ignored is an ineffective ad. And I don't want to paraphrase him too much, but that's what he went into saying in his little monologue he did whenever he first bought it. And so I thought he made decent points and I'm like, I could understand if he's actually going to like pitch you decent ads that like, I guess legitimately could benefit your life. But I think the odds of that are just so low. And then he also mentioned, like, although the chances of failure are extremely high, just know that I'm still trying to better humanity. Yeah, that and he fired all of the top executives of Twitter as well. I mean, he's doing a lot of things. So I don't know how much reading you've done into it, but um, take for what you will. All my information, apparently, nowadays are from TikTok. So any bit of information I get on Elon is either TikTok or Reddit. So, uh, I mean, he fired CEO, whatever his name is. He um, is going to unban accounts. So yeah. he's going to bring Trump back. And I guess Kanye, I guess he was banned. So easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, and frankly, I could give, you know, less of a care about either one of them. Um, either. I just uh, wanted to circle it back into the idea of, you know, Musk constantly, you know, being, I don't know, it must self, be trust. self-proclaimed as an innovator. And even Tesla has been having its fair share of problems since its existence. But, I mean, now I feel like there's almost uh, an entire anti-Tesla 
community. And I wanted to circle it back to this because Mark Williams, a professional snooker player, he posted a tweet today, or I guess I should say he tweeted, and he shows a screenshot from in his Tesla from his phone taking a photo of his uh, LCD panel in the car or LED panel. And it shows like how much battery he has left and how many miles he can go. And then also it tells you an estimation of your power consumption total in pounds. So if you're, you know, obviously if you're overseas, you're in England, you're probably going to be using the pound or quid, whatever you want to call it. But he posts this picture that says was on 25 miles. So 25 miles now on Tesla supercharger cost five or 5.29 pounds cheaper to buy petroleum now. And I was jarred by that. Absolutely jarred. Now, I don't know if those prices would would pan out to be the same. Maybe maybe there's different that, you know, maybe it's a little bit more difficult to get power uh, outside of the states than it is in the states right now. But I just I, I I wasn't sure if you guys had seen this anywhere else or anything similar to it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we've already found out, you know, all the ups and downs of of digital currency. And now it's like the, the electric cars before they ever became like a regular thing could possibly be facing like some serious setbacks or their demise. So wait, what what are you saying? So it's going to, it, it costs him about five and whatever pounds to supercharge his Tesla. To go is 25 that, miles and he said he can go further, further distance on a gallon of gas. I mean, they, you call it Petro most of the time in England, uh-huh. but uh-huh. he's from Wales, not England, but nevertheless, same great Britain. Right. And, uh, yeah, he said that basically he's like, wow, I gas is currently cheaper than what it's taking to charge my Tesla. So I'm sure there's still plenty of people. Greg, what's the big deal? It's still better for the environment. And I know that. I get it. I don't know if it is really, but maybe it's not. <laughs> it is. I assume you don't agree. It's not burning fio- fossil fuels, right? I'm it's not saying free, it's good bro. for the earth, but yeah, it's definitely better. I We're all, I'm burning fossil. I'm all for Tesla. Because, the battery. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, no. sure. If the batteries are getting scrapped all the time, I'm sure that could be extremely hazardous to our environment because what if you know what's going to happen is some, at some point people are going to start chucking them and, you know, into some landfill or something. And it's going to end up being bad one way or the you other. Know but how yeah, big I would the battery is. No, you recycle them. At if face you were a good citizen. Yeah, but there's plenty of terrible citizens, huh. is what I'm trying to tell you. There's more. Well, they can't be affording Teslas in the first place if they're terrible citizens. Most likely. You can't, no. Uh, okay, no. First of all, that's the most ridiculous thing I've heard you say all night because you basically just said that if you don't make good money, then you can't be a good citizen. It's true. I'm <laughs> just stating facts just, here. That's tell me not anyone true right, at all. It's, you can't get a Tesla for thirty grand. All right, but you can My, be a great person even if you're homeless. Like, what are those? Those are not. Okay, now you're getting to an area where America just sucks. Okay, and we can, you know this. More of our discussion a couple of weeks back in Vegas about Australia and how they get their own housing, right? All the homeless, there, there's no homeless people in the streets. But I, I, you know, I don't want to get into that kind of topic. Yeah, I don't want but, you to weasel away from what you just said. And <laughs> I don't think you realized how extreme it was. You said, I'm yeah, like, terrible. I'm a realist. Uh, you. 
it, that's not you. Your exact the paraphrasing was: if they can't afford a Tesla, then they're incapable of being a good citizen. That is what you said. Okay, maybe that was a hot take, but I'm just saying. No, that's a ridiculous <laughs> take. It's 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 kind of true. I mean, tell me. Tell me, have you ever met a Tesla owner that was okay? You know what? I'm, I'm gonna yes, stop I have. I'm gonna stop piece of shit. Yes, yeah. I have. Yeah. I'm They're probably like more shitty control. than people right. that can't afford you mean, them. You mean people with humility? People that have actually lived in the world? Yeah, no, I'd say the majority of Tesla owners are probably terrible people that only care about themselves. You ever seen and they, them? They the goddamn videos where normal. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say citizens of America. Let's just say that people of America they see a Tesla and they think that. I don't know, testers or people or, or you know, they're, they're, I don't know, fuck boys, right? Where you want to call them. And they're like out there just scratching the Tesla from like all the way from like the back tire now, to the passenger door. Too. I mean, that's a yeah. joke. I don't know why. Just anybody, why? That's destruction of property. Um, whether what happens? it was an old Chevy S10 or a Tesla, I don't think that that, I mean, that's just. People do that to Lambos, bro. I'm just, I'm just saying Teslas are kind of de- viewed as a, a luxury car. Um, uppities, uppities. They drive Uppity. over to the Whole Foods. Is that, is that slang? They dr- yeah. <sighs> they drive over to the Whole Foods on Saturday, like bro, like act like they're gonna read a newspaper, like they like there's even news, like oh my god. I gosh, shop at man. Whole Foods. I'm, ha- I'm sure whoa, you whoa, do. Whoa. You're the type of person Organic that would have a food. Tesla. I'm just saying. Uh, like, I mean, I would. Yes. You can't get in the weeds and have a McDouble anymore because I shop at Whole Foods and Fresh Time. I'm like, you know what? I purchase plenty of things from Fresh Time, and 50% awesome. of it is garbage, garbage products. I just yeah. think all this is it. Anyway, I just wanted to get back to most people that aren't Tesla owners are more than capable of being good citizens, and I think that was one of the most bizarre things I've ever heard anybody hear. I'm like, and the only way you could say that would be if you're somebody that would indeed drive a Tesla and then like be really proud about it. I'm all for electric cars. I'm all for self-driving, autonomous cars, you know, because it's going to be better for the world moving forward. That's my stance. Take more what control. You more control over us. Kill switches, baby. Yeah, and that too. What, what happens? What kill switch? Define kill switch. You can't just come from the shadows, be oh, ambiguous, and then escape. Uh, as the segment winds down, kill switch. Like somebody's gonna have a button that's just like, well, I don't want this person to exist anymore, and now no, his car you, explodes. No, this is what. Oh, you you posted this, and this doesn't meet our guidelines. You don't get to drive today. You are a twenty four hour ban. Oh, All so right. you mean the Boom. car just won't start? Oh. Well, yep. that is a beautiful point, because if you guys want to hear the first testament of somebody that he said, and I quote, Tesla lost a customer that day, Glenn Howerton, co-creator of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Are you know him better as Aspera? Where are you getting this information? Dennis okay, Reynolds, because I listened to the podcast and he did a probably a almost 20 minute story about this experience he had with the Tesla. And I'm going to try to make get run through it really quick here, but it just, he was parked in a parking garage. There ended up being some construction. He had some problems with his key fob. He came out. There was some information he didn't know, which was like, you can tap the fob on the door handle and ultimately get in the car. But like he had a bunch of issues with their tech support. He couldn't get any help. And again, this is Glenn Howerton. I mean, there's this guy, as far as celebs go, he's going to be up there as like, there's a significant amount of people that love that guy. Objection, and very man. This is definitely like hearsay. Him. Okay. It's not hearsay. Anyway, it is. 
Oh, did you did you look it up? Like, what do you mean it's hearsay? I heard it on a podcast, and I'm saying it now. If that's what you mean by hearsay, just, that is just true. finish it. I'll, I'll I'll tell you what my thoughts are. Go on. Okay, he he got no support, basically to the point where they were saying, you know, well, we just can't help you because they can't get into the actual operating system on his car because he's in this parking garage and he can't get the car started and they can't get it in onto a tow truck because he can't get the car to kick into tow mode because it has to have electronics in order for that to happen and he ended up you know ordering batteries for the fob and then was able to get it out of the garage um, but he said he spent like nine hours and he's like yeah Tesla lost a customer that day so I'm just like even though Alex's point I think is you know the extreme side of things still brings up a great point of if somebody could legitimately prevent you from starting that car, I think that's that's a, quite a reality check of the power that we continue to surrender and willingly. So what's your counter argument? Counter argument, is there a way to get into your Tesla without the key fob? There's like a manual entry. Um, they're yep. like, And that wasn't working, apparently. It was another thing you mentioned. And that's why I yeah. recommend you please go listen to it on the Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast on Spotify, wherever you get them. It's it's yeah. a good story. And uh, he goes into full detail about his, ex- his whole experience. There's several stories out there on issues with Tesla. I feel like of all of the bad stories, there's several, I would say, it's going to throw a number out there. For every bad story you hear about Tesla, there's probably five positive stories on top of that. So we're going to talk about ratios. There's going to be more, I would say, five four-star reviews on Tesla versus, you know, these what I call one-offs. Oh, big deal. You spend nine hours because you don't have to work a electronic car. It's, you know, I'm sorry. That's yeah, what maybe maybe but, there was some part of it that was operator error on his behalf. But I, that I didn't bring it up to say that Teslas are garbage. I, I, I didn't. I brought it up because what Alex said, which was a good point about how it is possible there is some realm in which somebody else could have say over whether or not your vehicle could operate. There's there's a lot of kill switches. So even your phone, in a way, can't be a kill switch. Sure. I mean, you can't which just text them or you can't even call them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I stated all this. I'm just saying we do it and we don't care. And it's like yeah. these doomsday preppers, if something does happen ever, then it's, there's going to be a lot of I told you so's because we're just kind of like, oh, everything's great. So let's just keep it moving. You know what you're signing yourself direction. up for when you get an iPhone. You know you what you're signing yourself up for when you buy <clears throat> an Android, which I switch off of. And the same thing for a Tesla. It's, it's going to grow. People are going to learn to love it or hate it. And there's going to be other brands. So Tesla is not the only one out there leading the way for electric cars there's rivian for the electric trucks there's uh what you know there's the porsche is releasing out their own electric car which is already out i think it's the Taycan. so uh i mean i think uh if you're not going to get a tesla you're going to get there's at plenty least... of electric vehicles now yeah I, th- yeah there's gonna, they're going to continue i just thought it was weird timing with the musk stuff and the twitter stuff and just like mr Mr. I'm a troll and Mr. Always trying to point the finger and then like somebody tweets out that they're spending more to charge their car than they would on a gallon of gas in a car that got 30 to 50 miles a gallon. So uh, that I think it's I think it's worth, you know, people looking into. I'm not trying to take sides here. I just want people to open up their third eye, if you will, and just, you know, read, check it out. 
it's worth investigating. It's an interesting topic, you know, care about your future. I don't care about mine, so somebody please start caring about your future. Gas was 315 today. 315, Jimbo.